Random Art Tips and Rambles with Rafi. Hola, you amazing artist. It's Rafi. And Klee. Today we're on the heels of your reception, which mm-hmm. was really awesome. You had a really cool art reception. Yeah, it was great. And um, so this is the culmination of uh, 10 years worth of thinking that your art was good and that your art sucked and all the above. Oh, definitely. I've been all over the place with how good my work is, for sure. Yeah. So, uh, which brings us to the question that we got today. We got a really good question that I think covers that topic uh, for a lot of us, especially starting out. Absolutely. So our question comes from Cindy Deal. Starting out as an artist, how do you know if things are not selling because of the quality of the work or because you haven't found your people? It's easy to think my work isn't good enough. Some say they like my work, yet they don't buy it. How do you stay objective? You know, that's a really good question. And I think that there is a number of answers here because I think that everybody that maybe is dealing with this kind of question um, that there are several approaches to it. There are many times towards the beginning and even now where because my art is not selling, um, it's easy for my mind to go to that place that says, well, it's because my art's not any good. It is extremely easy to get caught up in the idea that sales equate good work. Yes, it is. And it's oftentimes the first place your brain wants to go when things are slow. Exactly. If you're putting the artwork out there, chances are you like the artwork that you're putting out there. We always know when there's something that can be done better Mm -hmm. on a work of art. I know that just about every piece that I create, I always think to myself, like, you know what? This is awesome. I could have done this a little bit better. I could have done that a little bit better. And I think that that's where growth and evolution happens with the work. That's why my art uh, keeps evolving and keeps growing because um, I'm pretty much never really satisfied with any piece that I create. doesn't mean that I don't like it. It doesn't mean that I don't think that that piece is awesome. But I always know that there's room for improvement in whatever art it is that I create. Absolutely. And I think, I think that a lot of times when you're starting out, um, you are not sure about whether or not your art is any good or not. And I think because we're so used to having other people tell us, uh, uh, whether or not something is good or not, it's almost like you feel like you're lost, like you're not sure whether or not the art is good or the art is bad. And really that entire concept is something that is completely relative. If you love the art, then the art is good. Absolutely. Now, you know that I went through several years of feeling like my art wasn't good enough when I was starting out. Yeah. And I got all kinds of mixed feedback from people. So there's no way to gauge it based on that. Some people liked my stuff. Some people thought it was kid jewelry. Some people didn't like it at all. And I had to just figure it out myself. And the measure of it was, would I wear this? And so whatever your medium, so like with your art, like, am I proud of this? Would I hang this on my wall? Yeah, exactly. Am I proud of this piece? Would I be, uh, would I be excited to show this piece to people if they walked in through my door and tell them that I created this? Yes, of course. And those are the pieces that I put out there. You know, and I'm going to go, I'm going to get all like, uh, weird philosophical here. The thing is that like when, you're a kid, you pretty much have people telling you what's right, what's wrong, what's good, what's bad, mm-hmm. right? And then you go to school and it's the same thing. You get Fs or you get As. People are telling you what's right, what's good, what's bad, what to do. 
And then you go to work and it's essentially the same thing. You have people telling you what's right, what's good, what you have to do. And I think that when you're doing something as um, freeing as having an art career, it's almost like we don't know what to do with that freedom because we're so used to people telling us what's right, what's wrong, what's good, and what it is that we need to do. And really, when it comes down to it, uh, your art career is a self-fulfilling prophecy. If you think that your artwork sucks and you're trying to put it out there and punt it off on people, even though you don't believe in your own artwork, then you're going to have, you're going to have some issues there. If you fool yourself into thinking that you don't know whether or not your art is good or bad, then you're putting way too much, uh, stake in what somebody else thinks of it. Absolutely. I actually think it's quite irrelevant to ask whether your art sucks. Because the answer is no, your art doesn't suck. Your art does not suck. Uh, There may be improvement that you could do in your art, but we all have improvements that we could do with our art. Yeah, we're never going to reach the end of that road. Yeah, exactly. And it's it's an ever-growing, ever-evolving kind of thing with your art. So you faced self-doubt in the beginning. Oh, yeah. So how did you get to a place where you stopped questioning whether your art sucked and started knowing that your art was your art and thus it was good? Well, you know, I started I started out at the at the flea market and the flea market is a great place for that kind of thing. And uh, because I had people out there that were saying like, oh, these are amazing pieces. These are beautiful pieces. In fact, the majority of the people that saw my art uh, complimented my art. And that was great. But there was always somebody out there that was a critic. You'd always run into somebody that had some like snide comments say or, or something to say about the artwork. And whereas in the past, I kind of avoided those things because I wanted to feel good about my art. And I thought that in order to feel good about your art, you weren't supposed to face criticism or whatever, like you avoided it. Mm-hmm. What I realized was that you need to face that criticism because if you are facing that criticism on the outside of you, then you get to face that criticism on the inside of you. And that's the biggest thing that you're dealing with. The idea that your art is not good enough because it's not selling, um, you have to ask yourself, well, it, if, it is a numbers game. How many times have I put my stuff out there? Have I done two shows in my art that didn't sell? Have I done three shows in my art that didn't sell? Have I been showing my art for three months and my art that didn't sell? Have I been showing my art for a lifetime and my art doesn't sell? Um, you know, you have to play around with that stuff. I've seen people put their artwork out there maybe two or three times and say, oh, my artwork's not selling. It must suck. And the question is, do you think that your artwork sucks? Because if somebody comes up and criticizes your work, right, instead of giving you the nice comments, see, like Cindy said, a lot of people tell her that they like her work, but they're not buying. Mm -hmm. And so instead of Cindy saying like, okay, these people like my work, that's a great indication that there are people out there that like this kind of work. Instead of seeing it that way, Cindy is like, yeah, they're saying that they like it, but they're not buying it. Mm -hmm. And the the problem is that not everybody that likes your art is going to buy it. There are a lot of factors that go into it, whether or not they can afford it, whether or not they have room for it. There is a lot of artwork that I see out there that I absolutely adore and I love. I don't have room for it. I'm not going to buy it. Oh, absolutely. I see pieces all the time that I would love to take home with me, but there's nowhere to put them. Yeah, and it doesn't have anything to do with whether or not the art is good or bad. It just, I don't have room for it. It's a personal choice. I'd also like to add that 
about 10 years into my career and I've just joined a co-op gallery and I didn't sell anything for a while. And this show that we just had, I didn't sell any work there either. No. But I've reached a place where I'm confident in the work that I'm putting out. And so I've just gotten to a place where that doesn't affect me. It's exactly. Okay. Exactly. And I mean, and that's the thing. You're going to grow your collection of work. You're going to put your stuff out there. You're going to have periods of time where things don't sell. You're going to have shows where things don't sell. You're going to have shows where a lot of things sell. When you're putting your stuff out there at these shows, the whole point is to break through the barriers of fear that you have of putting your stuff out there, of actually sitting down and talking to people, of showing the world that you exist. It's not to sell art to prove to yourself that your artwork is any good. And I I mean, I get a little, I get a little heated about this because I spent years uh, not putting my artwork out there. I think the very, 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 very first time that I showed my art was with the Museum of Contemporary Art. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did the, the grande, the avant grande show with Starbucks and I had artwork up and I remember walking away from that show because people showed interest. But, you know, as a newbie artist, I went I went all out with pricing. Like, I think I charged like $15,000 for it. Like, I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. And I had uh, read a lot of books on, like, pricing your art. So I thought you were supposed to price it a certain way and make sure that you price high. Well, I totally priced myself out of whatever market it was, even in Chicago, because um i was insecure i didn't know how much i was going to price and i didn't understand like nobody knew who i was why were they going to pay fifteen thousand dollars for a painting from an artist that this is their first show like that none of that makes sense and most importantly pricing that you didn't feel comfortable with oh yeah i was definitely not comfortable pricing my pieces at those prices so when people came up and they showed interest in the work um, and they were like, how much for this? And I threw out $15,000, you know, at that point, they're not looking at me like, okay, well, that's a good deal. Like they're looking at me like this is this I can't afford that. Yeah. And I remember walking away from that show and feeling discouraged and disappointed because I didn't sell anything. In hindsight, looking back, you know, of course I didn't sell anything. And it's stupid of me to get disappointed with the fact that I didn't sell anything and think that it was a direct reflection on my art. Even though I had countless people come up and tell me that the artwork was amazing, that it was beautiful, they just, they they couldn't afford it. Um, I walked away from that experience feeling like my art was no good because I didn't sell anything at that show. And because I didn't sell anything at that show and I thought that my art wasn't any good, then I didn't show my art for another 10 years. And when I think about that experience and I think about the fact that my assumption that my art wasn't any good when me, myself, the the person, I put that artwork out there because I loved it. I thought it was amazing. I ended up discouraging myself and telling myself that I didn't know what was good art, you know, almost as if like I was uneducated in art, like right. art. You have been proven wrong. Yeah. Like, wanting. like art isn't this thing that is relative, like essentially uh, art being good or bad is up to the person that's looking at it. And if they like it, then most likely it's good art to them. And if they don't like it, then most likely it's not good art to them. Like it there, everybody's going to have a different opinion of what's good art and what bad art is. And so for you to base your opinion on this, uh, imaginary group of people that are not buying your art because your art's not any good, 
then right there, you might as well just throw a wrench into your whole plan of being an artist. Exactly how I did. I didn't show my art for another like 12 or 15 years because I thought that I wasn't good enough. Really, all I did was buy into some bullshit that was going to keep a lame excuse to keep me from doing what it was that I wanted to do, except that it was outside of my comfort zone. Yeah. In hindsight, you realize that you're going to hear it all positive, negative, neutral throughout your career. And it's best to just not let it affect you. Yeah. Yeah. I heard early on in my um, showing my work, one person actually said to me, I'm pretty sure I could get something like this at Walmart for $5. Yeah. And I said, I had the good sense even back then to say, well, I'll do that then. Yeah. You can't get this work anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, good on you. Then you're not my peeps. What people don't realize is that that is not artwork. That is mass produced stuff. And it's going to sell. And it's cheap. And it's not going to last very long. Right. It, it doesn't grow in value. It doesn't do anything. And a lot of people that are buying that kind of artwork are just buying filler things for their house um, until they find some real artwork. And mm -hmm. then when they find you and they, you know, I've had people replace all the filler work, all the Kirkland's filler work that they had in their house with original works by me. And at that point, I had a real life collector. And that's happened so many times. And I think that the problem is that a lot of artists, especially starting out, think that they're competing with other artists and uh, the, the whole value system of like whether or not your art is good enough or whether or not your art is any good uh, comes into play. Well, my art's not, you know, my, my realism is not hyper realism when I'm doing a painting. So does that mean that my paintings are worse than somebody who does hyper realism? No. Now, that might be the case for somebody who loves hyper-realism and they look at my pieces and that's what they're comparing them at. But other than that, um, I don't, that's not my, that's not my group of people. Those aren't my peeps. My peeps are looking for something else. And I think what really ultimately matters as far as Cindy is concerned is, are you putting your stuff out there and are you allowing your people to find you? You are not trying to sell to a whole bunch of people that just come into a place. You know, it's not like you're mass marketing your art. You are trying to find your collector base. You are trying to find your people. So how many times have you put your artwork out there? How many times have you gone out there, gone and done a show? And yes, maybe you didn't sell anything, but how many people did you meet during that show? Did you take advantage of the fact that you were talking to people, handing out your business cards, telling your story, um, showing your artwork and getting your artwork out in front of more people and letting people know that you and your artwork exist? Because ultimately, that's what it comes down to. At the end of the day, how much are you putting yourself out there and how much are you giving people the opportunity to find you? Are you comparing yourself with other artists or are you just simply proud of the work that you've put out there? Yeah. Um, and really the only relevant thing is, are you proud of the work that you're putting out there? Do you feel good about it? Yeah. And I actually have a quote to share. Art is what we call the thing an artist does. It's not the medium or the oil or the price, or whether it hangs on a wall or you eat it. What matters, what makes it art, is the person who made it overcame the resistance, ignored the voice of doubt, and made something worth making, something risky, something human. Art is not in the eye of the beholder. It is in the soul of the artist. Oh, I love that. Isn't that awesome? I love that quote. That quote comes from Seth Godin. Yeah. 
That's that's amazing. I love that. When I read that, I was like, ooh, it gives me goosebumps because yeah. it is about what you are putting out into the world, the fears you overcome, and how you feel about what you've just created. I mean, that's really what it is. It is it is the artist's journey. It is all about your journey and what you uh, your growth. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of us where we start out is closet artists. We are afraid to put ourselves out there. We are basically uh, ruled by fear. And when you meet somebody who's actually been putting themselves out there and really facing rejection and facing all the criticism and most importantly, facing all that stuff that goes on inside. Yeah. That's a powerful thing. That's somebody who's been on a journey that was not easy. And the, the thing that makes it most difficult is your own insecurities and your own doubts within yourself. Are you willing to face the voices in your own head that tell you that you suck? Mm-hmm. You know, or are you going to use the excuses? Well, I haven't sold anything. It must mean that I suck. You have to realize that your mind is very, very intelligent. It is the brain. And so your brain is going to do whatever it can to try and discourage you from doing something that is uh, fearful. That is something scary and terrifying and horrifying. It's trying to protect you. And because it's trying to protect you, it's going to try and talk you out of doing the things that are scary. Absolutely. And it's very good at it. Yeah, it's very good at it. It's going to it's going to cycle through things. It's going to make associations like money. Oh, not enough sales equals your art sucks. There's no truth to any of that. There are a plethora of reasons why maybe your art isn't selling. Um, Now, really, what it comes down to is being honest with yourself and saying, like, is the stuff that I am putting out there is the stuff that I would hang on my wall and show off to my friends, show off to my family? Um, or am I just creating uh, quantity versus quality? You know, I think a lot of people think that in order to be prolific, you just have to create stuff. You get, just got to create a bunch of shit and put it out there. And a lot of it. Yeah, and a lot of it. But there, you, being prolific doesn't mean that you're just creating stuff just to create for the sake of creating stuff. It means that you love creating. And so you are constantly creating something and constantly pushing the limits of what you could create. It's not about filling a wall with art. It's about filling a wall with the expression of who you are. Thank you so much, Cindy, for your awesome question. I think Every artist can relate to this question. Absolutely. Hopefully we said things that you found helpful. Yep. And on a side note, if you think that I didn't have a moment at my recent reception where I wondered if my work was good enough to be in the reception, I did. Yeah. Ten years in, I still have to check in with myself on this topic. Yeah, just because you've been doing this for a while doesn't mean that those voices of doubt go away because they don't go away. They just change slightly. They evolve as you evolve. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, Cindy, you've got this. Don't don't allow anything to give you the excuse to have doubt within yourself. Just keep moving forward step by step. Keep going. Uh, don't don't discourage yourself. There's going to be plenty of people out there who are going to try and discourage you. Don't allow your own mind to discourage you. Just keep moving forward. And I'm curious to know how you guys push through your own self-doubt whenever self-doubt rears its uh, ugly head. Uh, go ahead and put that in the comment section. And thank you so much for listening, you guys. You guys are absolutely freaking amazing. I totally adore you. And if you like this and you want to listen to more like this, just click somewhere around here to subscribe. And that's it. Say goodbye, Clee. Good day. Adios. Adios.